everybody. Welcome to the Minivan Men. I am Al Madrigal. Today we are talking about Mr. Mom, Chris Spencer. Catching up with Chris since he's missed a couple podcasts. We're also going to talk about complaining. I had a hilarious cab ride with the most bitter Romanian man of all time. And we're going to talk about school functions that we all get suckered into hosting. Stay tuned. This is a good episode. Hey everybody, welcome to Minivan Men. This is Al Madrigal, joined by Chris Spencer, if you can believe it, and Maz Jabrani, all together for this podcast. And Chris, I feel like I had to do the one on my own, and we all I explained those circumstances. And then me and Maz got together with Amir for last week, but where you been? What's been going on? Chris Spencer has been... Bum, 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 bum. I've been Mr. Mom, dude. My mom, my wife decided to go back to work and uh i'm at home with the kids all day not all day let me take it back as soon as they get home from school from three o'clock till seven eight o'clock at night it's me and the children how you doing i'm trying uh i just put some cocaine in her purse i'm waiting for her boss to find it (laughs) so she could get fired Make uh, threatening phone calls to your supervisor you know so funny and the whole you know we all have that attitude like you know what i could do what you do all right, you can't do what I do. And I swear, I, I don't. It's not that I can't do it. I don't want to do it. And I don't remember everything, like feeding them. <laughs> like, instead of cooking, like, it ends up being we got to go out and, and buy something to eat. See, this is why we, the people that are listening to this right now, listen to, I think, the second episode of the year, maybe, when I was talking about how our nanny was out of town for three weeks and it was eight hours a day, 12 hours, 14 hours a day with the kids. And you guys were like, ha, ha, ha. We were ha, ha, because you said the yeah, word nanny. Yeah, because there's two of you guys. Yeah, but still, doesn't matter if there's two of us. It is yes. there's a baby. Baby food comes in the, it's in the refrigerator made. I got to make I meals I sort of for forget baby as well. And I now I'm sort of spoiled by the fact that I have, you know, a... My wife was sick today. And, you know, Lorenzo, my son, who's nine, took my daughter outside and taught her how to play basketball. Wow. And so my wife took a nap. She said Lorenzo was awesome and did that. So, again, maybe I am spoiled by the fact that now my kids are at the point where someone's going to start stepping up over there. Yeah, you are spoiled. Well, luckily you have two kids that can play together and not you know, try to kill each other. How, how old are your mine. kids? My kids are six and five. And they, you guys just came. They're, they're at our house right now. With the one right there with the sword is Isabella. Yeah. And the one with the gun <laughs> is Christopher. Yeah, and the one with the sword, Isabella, they were playing football. Yep. And and Isabel threw the ball to the older the boy. No, no, no. What happened was she was playing with your, your neighbor and then he came in and she was like, Yo, the neighbor's my new friend and she tackled him because he jumped into the game. She tackled her older brother. Yeah, that happens all day. My kids fight all, I, if they were boys, I'd let her just go. Yeah. But the fact that it's a girl, I have to kinda of teach him to you know, not put your hands on women, but she provokes him so much, you know what I mean? So yeah, sometimes it's they're, rough. you know, you come down on hard on her, though, right? For instigating Absolutely. a lot of this stuff. Absolutely. Because she's so cute, it's almost impossible. Yeah, but to... she's, she's, she's different, ladies and gentlemen. She's, she's, she's tough. Added, she wakes up in the morning angry. Oh, I hate these sheets. You'd be like, what I, She just told me, did you hear the conversation we were just having over Skype, me and her? What'd she say? Well, she was saying, I go, how's school? She said, bad. <laughs> And then I go, well, what's wrong? I go, you got to do good in school. School's fun. You have all your friends. She goes, no, I don't like it. I just like the field trips. And then I said, well, 
You know, she just is so adorable. It's hard not to laugh when they say stuff like that. So she, what kind of what kind of stuff have you had to like? Have you had any uh, emergencies or any kind of no emergencies? Knock on Formica, whatever it is you have at your house. Uh, but in terms of the food preparation and outfits and getting food delivered to them on a regular basis, because you're now responsible for dinner. So when Vanessa comes home, she expects them to have eaten and people are going to be in pajamas and ready for bed. Yeah, that I've, I've always done that. I've always bathed and put people to bed. I just didn't really prepare the meals all the time, although we eat out a lot. Yeah, uh, what, do you, what kind of stuff are you cooking over there? Uh, as simple as it could be. Although I can cook, I just don't feel like cooking. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't feel you know like... So, so, I've done I, the pastas, I've done the steaks, they, I've done the they, chickens. You, you go with three, you go pick them up, right? There's no... There's 4.30. No, are there school buses anymore? No. No, no. but we have a... Uh, we carpool with another family. Okay. So we alternate weeks. Right. And then the kids have after-school activities. So it's not that bad. I mean, I'm Is not that dying. other family after It's just that I, I can't make it here because I have them. Right. You know what I mean? Do you... Um, did, did you hear my question? I'm sorry. Is the other family black? Of course not. Okay. There's only All one right. black family at the school. That's us. <laughs> oh, no. I was just thinking about uh, a bunch of episodes ago talking about um, how your black family's at the school huddled together. Oh, right. Yes, yes. The black table. The black table. No, no, no. Uh, so, there's, there's, anyway, there's, there's, there's um, a few black I find that but... going to Trader Joe's, this is what I would do if I was in your situation. I would Trader Joe's up. I got a I guy. Bags, <laughs> uh, I got a guy who go to Trader Joe's for you. Come in. And chicken fried rice and stuff like that. Like I would, they have those bags, frozen bags of fr- uh, fried rice. Genius. And then I would add meat to that, so you can cut up a ham steak or something like that. And it's no pork, or whatever. But um, you know what I mean. You can cut yeah, up, yeah. get a rotisserie chicken, dice it up, put that in there with it. Right. Yeah. And then it's maybe just, what that's happens? A quick I just meal. look up and I haven't made anything yet. It's six o'clock. I blink and it's six o'clock. Did See, Vanessa- that's what my wife is doing is then planning at noon. She knows what they're going to be having for dinner, and that's that's how they are different than us. Did, did Vanessa they're anticipating to- that that meal needs to be taken care of. Did Vanessa used to cook every night or most nights? Most nights. I would say four out of the seven. And it was different types of foods. Yes. And- She's a great cook. That is a lot. It is a lot to think about. I guess I guess th- there's a tooth. Th- there's a uh, um, two-pronged effect here in that Tupac? two-pronged two-pronged there's a couple th- I'm, tr- I'm trying to use uh, a, an analogy that probably won't work but anyway um Cal what Ber- i'm saying is cal berkeley ladies and gentlemen no no uh <laughs> didn't didn't help much um the question becomes if you're working meaning like because what what we do right is very um it's kind of loosey-goosey in yeah. that you could have a whatever a, a Writing writers meeting, uh, you know, yeah. we're not on a TV show, but right. we're we're pitching ideas and all right. this stuff. You could meet with somebody at eight o'clock at night. You could meet yeah. with at eight in the morning. Right. You could have a call for a gig at three. So when you got all that stuff going on and you're trying to manage the kids, right? Then like what just Al was just saying, like you if at noon you're like, oh, I got to start cooking. I'm not even thinking. Of, I just got rid of them at eight o'clock. I can't think about dinner at twelve. Right, and you're trying. <laughs> yeah, to but like, if you just knock that out and get that out of the way. No, I, I I'm going to. I, I like that advice. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But I just think that at, see, at least the big thing that with in me my... and eating out is money and money and money. Like, we spend at least to... one thousand dollars a month probably eating out. No, maybe not that. Probably eight hundred bucks. At least twenty bucks it's, a week. It might add up to be that much. I mean, and then you know, it, it's. I wish there was an easier app to keep track of all of that stuff without. 
I don't know. There must that's be. another thing. I don't. But I don't take. I don't keep kind. Uh, keep I don't track keep of anything. Track of nothing. No budgets. You? No, I'm not a budget. Al? I I I have done it in the past. I did it at the year end. I think at the end of the year last year, I worked out a monthly budget and what our expenses were just to keep an eye on it. No clue. And haven't really revisited the whole thing. It always happens in leaner times for me when I really <laughs> yes. want to say. Let me start counting. I had so we had porridge. I had my accountant figure out a budget for me, and when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh man, I need to I, I need to become I need to start playing professional baseball <laughs> to yeah. pay for the for pay for." So I just said, "I'm the live in denial," and it was ridiculous because when you take the mortgage and the car payments and the this and the that. And she said she threw out some numbers. I was like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "I don't. I'm not a. I don't. I don't have like gold watches. I'm not. A, I'm not a." I, I, oh, so it was high. It was something that you think you thought. It was so high. I had to go and sign with like the Yankees. That kind of. I needed a twenty million dollar a year contract to pay you know, this for my was, budget. This, she was showing how much you guys have been spending. No, she goes. She goes. This is about. She goes. This is, these are your costs. Because <laughs> I, I took. Because my wife kept saying. We need a budget. We need a budget. And I've never been a budget person my whole life. I, kind I, don't, of, I don't balance a checkbook, nothing. I don't think – my culture doesn't balance. We don't have <laughs> – if you look at our country, it's like we don't we're, – we're economic problems. Iran, we don't, you know. And Money so, comes in, money goes out. It you comes in, it goes out. Yep. There's a, and if it might, don't come in, not much goes out. You might find an oil well somewhere, then money's back. I mean, that's how we roll. And so my whole life – and so then my wife was very worried. And she's not good with numbers. I'm good with numbers. My wife's horrible with numbers, and she's she, but she's always stressed out. She's like, "Your wife, I'll tell you." She's story. like, "We don't have a budget. We need a budget." I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get a budget." So I talked to my accountant. I go, "Give me a budget." And she's like, "Well, I got mortgage. You got because you don't think about the what, what you think about is what you just said. I think about the food that we spend money on, yeah. but the mortgage is on a direct payment. I don't see that bill every month. My right. cable is on a direct payment. My cell phone, everything on direct payment. Right. So you don't think about it until I sat down. I was like, "What?" I was like, you might have, you must have made a mistake. I'm getting on a budget. You guys should convince me. I'm, I'm actually going to call the lady that works with us in our accounting tomorrow. I want them to take over all of our bills. Uh, I want. Um, do you pay her a flat fee, or do you give them a, a percentage? No, why that's just a flat you? fee. I know, what about, uh, why, because why, percentage is like a business manager. Why did I ask you that? Even if you had a business manager, they would be. Al, like a you wait fee. till you see the budget, and then you're gonna be like, you know when You know what? Screw the budget, because that's what happened to me. I was ready to live in a budget, and then I was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, Dude, I gotta I cut save something out. Money. I want to. Nope. I want to buy something. If I do buy something, I want to buy something big. Or if God forbid, something should happen. To, see, the problem with us is that we don't have any disability insurance, like an Aflac or anything like that. And if something happens to us, you know, you have Preetha, they can go back to work and make a good money as a lawyer. And I'm sure Kristen and I have a, like a life insurance policy, but I don't have disability. Get the insurance. I'm really freaked out by this concussion thing. Um, My brother just brutal. started working at an insurance place. I hook you up. Finally, I got a hookup, Al Madrigal. How does that feel? <laughs> he got you know, a I, I, I don't think he can beat my rates. <laughs> All right. Al's got his, his a Madrigal and Son insurance. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but Chris, you're dealing with it? You're handling it okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cigarettes are the best thing ever created. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Smoking, I would never, ever. Yeah. But I got the sense from you that you were, this is why I wanted to talk about the Mr. Mom, that you were just bummed out by it too like this is a new thing and no, i just know guys... that at two o'clock i gotta get off the golf course <laughs> <laughs> all right well no chris is really i mean anyone like i saw him today deal with his with his son right now and you're very good at just like this is it 
right. lay down the law. Right. That's good. That's the you know the. It's fear. great when people aren't around, so I don't you know, I I could be a little bit more gentlemanly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's take a break come and back. then we'll come back and I want to talk about complaining. This is Isabel Spencer, and you're listening to My Dad and His Friends on Vinnie Men Men. Okay, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I took one of the best cab rides I've ever taken on Friday night. I went to this party, CAA party in new york because they're doing a pre-party for the comedy awards so i went to this party didn't stay too late saw a cab jumped in the cab i learned this you jump in the cab then tell them where you want to go so i can't even i can't i would try not to swear on the podcast so i'm not gonna be able to say exact this cab driver was so upset that i was going to brooklyn he was flipping out he got super depressed he was Romanian. He started just, I've never heard anybody beat himself up, call a friend, beat himself up, just nonstop. Wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on. Why was he upset? Because now this is going to take him away from getting other cab he rides? He just came, I just came from Brooklyn. I, what is wrong with me? Tonight is not my night. I, you know, I'm not a rookie. I am not a rookie. And uh, I do this long time. And just, I mean, a guy on the verge of a breakdown. Were you laughing? I was cracking up openly, and Wait, please do there you go. And do, I've do never talked somebody with his down. Friend. Let me hear it. What's that? Do the phone call with his friend. Dude, it's, it's a lot of it in Romanian, and but then you know, then a great uh, conversation like that where words up on Brooklyn, <laughs> three times to Brooklyn. A hole in back. So why Brooklyn? Um, not not look this, like Brooklyn. <laughs> I convinced her, I was like, I'm going to talk this guy down. And at the end of that cab ride, he was laughing and shook my hand and said, I'm going to have a better night, I promise. Oh, and um, the with Brooklyn Bridge was shut down. That's why he was freaking out. So the Brooklyn Bridge is shut down past 11 o'clock. So we have to go through this. Like they're rooting all this traffic through. But that's more and money for him, isn't it? Because This man, you're not supposed route. to smoke in caps. No, no, no. He is freaking out. He has to come back. He stuck his whole body outside his window to yell at a traffic cop. Oh my so God. a man... A, a man so fired up, little Romanian guy smoking cigarettes, stuck his entire torso out his driver's side window to scream at somebody. And you saw blood vessels popping out everywhere, just screaming. And I go, you got to settle down. You can't do this anymore. Like, who, you've been driving a cab so long. Why are you doing this? Why are you freaking out? And then I told him about that cow in the parking spot thing. And I think I've talked about it on the other. But there's nothing you can do. You just have to roll with it and accept it. Like, this is your fate. Sometimes your night's going to go well, and sometimes it's going to go poorly. And he's going, three nights in a row, it goes poorly. And uh, Sometimes you got to go to Brooklyn. Then I told him I was a comedian. Yeah, sometimes you got to go to Brooklyn, man. And told him I was a comedian. He told me a joke. He told me he drove around Jackie Mason's. And this is when he started to lighten up. So he tells me this horrible Jackie Mason joke. And then I told him a joke joke that I know. And he thought it was the funniest thing he's ever heard. 
And then you want me to tell you, I'll tell you the joke joke real quick. Um, a guy and his wife are traveling cross country. They pull, and this is, my uncle told me this joke 22 years ago, and I still remember. So a uh, guy and his wife on a long trip pull in. They have Georgia plates. They're in a Nevada full-service gas station. They pull in. A guy full-service comes to the car window and says, what can I get you? He goes, fill it up with unleaded, please. That's how old this joke is, unleaded. <laughs> and the wife is hard of hearing, says, what he say? And he said, he asked me what I wanted, and then I said, uh, fill it up with unleaded. Oh, okay. The Romanian cab driver cracking up already, loves the voice. <laughs> so then the, uh, um, I'm looking in his rearview mirror, look at, just really enjoying this. So then the guy comes back to the window, and he goes, hey, I noticed you're on the road trip. Can I check um, your water and your oil? And the guy says, sure, that'd be great. Thank you very much. What do he say? He asked me if I wanted the water and the oil checked, and I said, uh, yes, thank you. Oh, okay. Guy comes back, you know, they settle up. He goes, hey, I couldn't help but notice the Georgia plates, the most articulate gas station guy, by the way. He, I couldn't help but notice your uh, Georgia plates. I've been all over in Georgia. Whereabouts? He goes, you probably haven't heard of it. Very small town. Nobody's there. You know, 14 people. And he goes, sure, w- what is it? And he says, Atwater, Georgia, actually. Oh, my God, Atwater, Georgia, the gas station said. And says, that's unbelievable. I got to tell you this. Uh, and he whispers to the guy. The worst, nastiest, and I'm cleaning this up for the podcast, the nastiest woman I've ever had sex with, Atwater, Georgia. That's, I mean, just disgusting. Smelly, you know, dead fish, the whole thing, just gross. Worst person I've ever had sex with, Atwater, Georgia. They laugh. He goes, I'll never forget it. And the guy drives off, and the wife says, what'd he say? And he says, he says he knows you, is Uh. the joke. <laughs> this Romanian cab driver. And it's a, it's a, my bad uncle's joke, but anyway, the, and it's one of the only joke jokes I remember. But this guy, it was the best thing that ever happened to him. So he went from sticking his entire torso out the window of this cab to just. I he really was like it was. He was having a better night. We shook hands. It was uh, anyway. And I gave him a 80, really 80 nice bucks? tip. What's that? How much was it? Uh, it was a eleven dollar cab ride, and I think I gave him um, twenty five dollars. I got to tell you something that, that about what you just what you just said, which is interesting. As a minivan man, and other fathers that are out there listening, if you want to bond with a man from anywhere in the world, if you do a joke that makes fun of wives, they're gonna love it. Right. Isn't that they weird? love it? And it's just also the vo- I'm telling you, I didn't. That joke isn't very funny at all. The wife's voice, he, I swear to God, he just lit up. You don't understand the smile. Uh, went, he went from blood vessel popping out of his forehead to laughing at this voice. Anyway, it was, um, it, it just reminded me about, you know, it, here this guy is complaining. I guess, you know, what is prompting this whole thing is that I got an email uh, from someone complaining about me complaining on my solo podcast. Ha! One of the guy wrote, guys wrote in and he goes, normally I enjoy the podcast, but I really didn't like how you were complaining the whole time. 
<laughs> and then you wrote back, that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, that's, Hello? that's me. First of all, I had no one to talk to. I And I, I'm sure you guys didn't listen, but it was me saying, I really miss, you know, obviously I miss Chris and Maz and do what I'm just doing. this. And I had just suffered that injury that day, I think. It was kind of so, like your Tom Hanks moment with the volleyball in that movie. What was the movie? The Federal yeah, Express Wilson, movie? Yeah, uh, Wilson, the um, Castaway. Castaway. He so, was Castaway. <laughs> no, I really was. It's such a strange thing, and I don't know how Bill Bird does it, who's a good friend of the show. He does this mor- Monday morning podcast, and it's just him talking. And he really rants, and I haven't listened to too, too many of those. But I just, it was me talking about what was going on. So anyway, I was complaining that I got need in the temple. I went to a neck specialist and confirmed that I had a like a major concussion. I didn't black out, um, so it wasn't horrible. Well, uh, what but were you there doing? Was no bl- but I'm football. still in pain two weeks later. You're playing football. I got need. Got you. And so this guy was upset at you for complaining. I, I guess so. I'm really reporting. I don't know. He was complaining that I was complaining, which That's I thought hilarious. was a little ridiculous. But anyway, I I just um, I. I'm sorry I was complaining, but... Who's a bigger complainer, you or your wife? Probably me. <laughs> we both do a fair share of complaining. There's a, and there, trust me, there's a lot to complain about. I mean, I... And, but I, I really am... I don't know. I, I feel like I'm bipolar, that I'm like... I'm very optimistic, but <laughs> I like That's whispering. There's two L's. You're my favorite. There's, there's two L's. <laughs> there's a... Uh, I, I really do. Like, here I am cheering this guy up. I just, you know, didn't join in with him. But at the same time, I like to talk to my friends and whisper and sort of complain <laughs> privately. I'm not, I would never outwardly complain, Who, but I guess the, I like... What about you, Maz? Well, who's the bigger worrier is my question in, in the family. You, husband, I worry. Wife, you worry, worry more than she Al does. Al worries, definitely. Al worries My a wife lot. worries yeah. about money. My wife would never spend money if she could. She wouldn't like make big moves where, you know, I want to help fix up the house right now. And because um, I'm in that commercial that, again, is bringing a little extra money. And so we could remodel our bathroom. You guys have been over. It's a tiny place. So fix up her bathroom that hasn't really Wait, changed. You said she can, wouldn't spend money. She's good with she money. She no. would never spend a dime. She is very happy living simply, which is she, great. She worry. Does she worry more than you or do you worry more than her? Well, she was, I think... She, I worry about the kids, and I worry about her. I think I, she worries about money. I worry about everything else. Chris? My wife worries about money. Mm. It's all and money. All of our, our, all of our fights. All of our fights are money. With that. But my wife likes to spend. Like She's trying to tell me that it's okay for him to go to some engineering camp this, this summer for $500 a week. I go. That's not. That's, that's that's too expensive. What are you talking about? Wait. Let's see. Let's see what the hours are. I said. I don't care if it's nine to nine. <laughs> I'm gonna pay five hundred dollars a week. No, no, no. Just. I'm like. There's nothing to see. Well, I'm gonna pay for it. That's what she does. You know, she's a little cocky now that she has this job. Well, I'll, I'll just. I'll just pay for it. I'm gonna pay for it. Okay, what happened when it's your mo- all exclusively your money? We're yes. my money is our that. money. Her money is her money. Money is, I think, one of the biggest. Uh, issues of problems for any couple Absolutely. married couple right what about you guys uh she worries more than i do i i, I probably should i should worry more about money somehow in the because i my, my family when my, my father was a self-made millionaire he ended up losing all of his money 
But because growing up we had so much money, I never worried about like, it. It literally kind of grew on trees for me. I'd be like, hey, dad, I'm going out. What do you want? What do you need? 20, 100? What do you need? I'm like 10 years old. I'm going to a movie. Yeah, here's 100 bucks. Okay. And that's, but, but with that said, he also instilled a lot of responsibility in me because he was the oldest son of the family. Right. So he would always say, here's 100 bucks. Take your brother. So I was the kid who was like, I don't want to take my brother who's five years younger. I had to take him, take care of him. And even though we had money, because my father had, was self-made, he instilled in me so that by the, when I was like 10 years old, I got a paper route. When I was 12, 13, I started working every summer in delis and restaurants, whatever it was. I right. always had a job. But, um, but I always felt that, there, that somehow money was either going to come or if I, if I had to live simply, I would live simply. But the problem is when you have a family, and what I was just saying, when you have a, like your wife doesn't come from that same philosophy. And I might, I don't know if I'm stereotyping here or not, and I, and I wish people would write in and let us know. I think women you know. worry more about money than men. I think, I might be stereotyping here, but people write in and let us know what you think. I, I, I no, it's differently. My wife's money is, what can she, how come she doesn't have enough to go spend it? Mine is about what's coming in next, and... Like I see, uh, you know, it's like chess to me. I see two, three, four moves ahead. When she just says, "Look at, look at all this money in the bank," I go, "No, that isn't. That's that's not that. That's not real." Right. You don't now, know the Do you bills. guys have your money together, or do you yes. have separate accounts? What's going on? I wanted on? to have her own little account so she could do the little purse thing or whatever. So, because she just she's addicted to shopping, so I just have to let her. I, I let her. She has to have her own stash to do that. That's like her drug. I actually heard an interview on NPR. Uh, they had an expert, which we have not had an expert on our show yet. We, we just <laughs> we make should. stuff up as Jorge. we go. But there was an expert who was talking about it's actually a great idea to have you know your own the the shared account and then each of your own accounts because beyond what what you just said the shopping thing right, right. for me for a little while I had like different relatives like my, when my father passed away i told you he had no money and uh he he'd like borrowed some money from some of his relatives so they hit me up and they're like hey your dad took this money he never paid us back and these were relatives that were sick so now i had to take my money and basic bail out my dad i didn't have wow. to but i decided to right but and it was and, and what was interesting was i got hit like once or twice with a little bit and then a few months later they call back and be like can you just, we need a little bit more. And my, my, my heart was like, I want to help him out. And I ended up helping him out. But at a certain point, I also felt, because at first I told my wife about it, and she was like, who are these people? Yeah, like, you know, what are the accounting, I mean, do they have paperwork to go along with that, so? No, there's like, they're like uncles and aunts from Iran that I haven't seen in like 20 years, but I still have a, a love for them in my no, heart. No, what he's saying is, how do we know? That's what I'm saying. I trust them okay, to okay, the gotcha. point. But what oh, was yeah, interesting, yeah. though, was so I told my wife the first couple of times, she's like, yeah, of course, you got to do, do what's right. But then, they, but then after, like, some of that debt had been paid off, then they needed some more help. Right. And I started feeling awkward telling my wife, because, you know, you have, a, yes. you, have, you have kids, you have everything. So yes. if I had my own account, I could say, hey, you mm -hmm. want to buy whatever you want to buy. I want to spend the rest of my money bailing people out. But that, but that's not our money. That's my money. Yes. So that means I won't, right. you know, buy buy clothes in the fall or whatever it is. Right. So it's smart to have those three accounts, each individual and the thing. But we haven't really done that either. That's smart. A yeah, budget would do I, you it. Know, I just when we were on the, um, uh, you know, that this topic, I, I just looked up, um, you know, how to deal with it and stop fighting about money. And it seems to me, I mean, it's it's all stuff that makes sense. But this is an article that just came out. You know, um, she, 
This woman has her, I guess she's a money manager who is saying, remain calm, get a clear view. If you know you always fight about money, if you know this is always an issue for you guys, and you have to sit down and figure out how you're going to do deal with it. So a clear view on like finding solutions, which is all this stuff always seems to make sense and is harder to put into practice than, you know, it's, it's easier said than done, um, but work together and then actually get help, which is like, that's the next step that I want to do is I want to go and actually get somebody to just take it all over. And I don't want a business manager. I'm just going to have our like a family accountant. I know that's a service they provide in their office and it costs a little bit much more, but I think we'll save. We should have an episode where we bring an expert in and have them talk to us about uh, finances and, and uh, families. All right. Let's do that. Let's take a break. I'll book it. Let's take a break. Um, let's uh, take a break. And if you guys have any tips out there, listeners, for finances or anyone that is an expert that we can talk to, we'd love to hear from you. Minivanmen at gmail.com. We'll take a break and we will be right back. Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. All right, we are back. Uh, We are... You know, it's, it's actually it's that time of year, and it's the time of year that a lot of parents are going to be going to their school's fundraiser. Uh, we actually have our – I'm missing it this year because I'm going to be working on the show. I think I have to go to Virginia for Cinco de Mayo, uh, which is where you want to be, the Cinco de Mayo party at a Chevy's in ha. Virginia. That would be interesting. Uh, I'm missing the school fundraiser. They are having it at a hotel in downtown L.A. My wife is going solo, poor thing, but there's going to be a silent auction, and there's dancing. There's an open auction, which is they really get us at the school. Um, They're really good about the fundraising stuff. And my school is relatively affordable. We're paying about 4500 bucks per kid. Have you hosted before? No, I refused to do that. They wanted me to... I don't think that they knew I was a comic, and someone suggested that knew... Someone did know I was a comedian, suggested I do the auction, and then they wanted me to understudy... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said somebody. this, and the guy was going to teach Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've been on The Tonight Show. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. Gonna, yeah. yeah. Chris I mean, and I... Chris and I have it, hosted... But, I, just, I just hosted mine. I don't know how Chris got into hosting his, but I got into hosting mine because we're first-year parents. And yeah. they have this thing where they're like, uh, everyone come out. It's the parent meet, you know, meeting, 8 in the morning, 9 in the morning. I'm not a morning person. Come out. New parents come. We're going to initiate you. They get, you get there. They go, guys, we have a million things for you to volunteer, blah, blah, blah. So my wife is feeling the pressure. Again, this goes back to the whole thing of she worries more than I do. I was like, babe, we paid the tuition. It's a lot of money. They're lucky the check cleared. Let's just move on. But I was like, now they're asking me to come in and work. And my wife was like, we got to do, we got to volunteer, we got to be. That's my wife. So then she signed me up for, she goes, they got this annual benefit. She goes, you're a comedian. You're going to host it. I was like, what? She's like, she's like, that's, she goes, you do that. Yeah, she's like, you do that. You're good for the year. (laughs) 
right? So now well, here's a couple. There's a couple funny things. I've taken my wife before. It's funny. My wife, um, you know, as, as, as much as, you know, she'll worry about finances and what have you, knock on wood, we both, I think, enjoy, like, living our lives, having a good time, and um, we, we'll go out and we, we both drink, you know, and, and have, we're having, you know, having a good time. I took her to this fundraiser for a totally different school one time. This other school, there's this great school. It's called Golestan, G-O-L-E-S-T-A-N. It's in Berkeley. It's a preschool for uh, kids. They teach kids in Farsi. It's a Persian immersion. All day, kids speak Farsi. Their Farsi is better than mine, these kids. And it's in Berkeley, so it's kind of hippieized in that they've grown their own plants in the back. It's an awesome school. So they got in touch with me. They go, listen, would you host an event for us? And it's going to be like a 30-person event, big dinner table. We got some stuff to auction off. Great. I took my wife with me. Only 30 people? It was a small, it's a small school. But, yeah. but let's Here's get together. Five kids. Let's get together. Big dinner, yeah. six people. Yeah, no, listen. So, so, so I took my wife. So this is the thing. I took my wife. Great drinks. We're having a great time. She's loving this crowd. Awesome crowd. She's like, guys, we're gonna, you guys can make some money tonight. And I told them, listen, I said, I'll do some, I'll do some jokes and I'll run the auction. I go, don't worry about it. I will run. So they start with like items, like I, things that we don't need or want. My wife starts bidding. And I'm like, I'm looking at her. I'm like, what are you doing? I straight up in front of it, because it was a small enough thing. I go, what are you doing? She's like, I'm bidding. I was like, all right. So then, so she starts <laughs> oh, no. bidding on. So she starts, I want to reach to, like, it's so funny to me. Like, I, we don't bid on anything, but I think that is, this is so Al. hilarious. Like, this is definitely could be in a great, if it hasn't already been in a sitcom. Al, she bid on, they, they go, the next item is an art piece the students at the school have put together. Students, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, have built this art piece. It looks like, a map of the United... It's different art pieces connected With together to the size of... It's like the size of the United States, Alaska, and maybe like South America. It's this huge art piece that's... She's, in all honesty... She's not bidding on that. Dude, she starts bidding like $500 for the art piece of the art that the other... The kids have done. The parents are there. The parents <laughs> want their kids' art. My wife is trying to... She had, we don't know any kid in the school. She's trying to outbid... I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I want, she goes, it's a beautiful art piece. I'm like, these are three-year-olds. How drunk is she? Oh, she's drunk. And I go, I go, babe, I'm now having a conversation. People are, people are cracking up because I'm the auctioneer <laughs> arguing with my wife. I'm like, babe, I go, how are we going to take this on the plane from San Francisco? I, I'm, I'm going to walk carry on with this. She's like, yeah, we're going to put it up on our wall. I go, we have no, we have nothing on our wall. Like I've been trying to get art on our wall for the past Five years. I see all the art on the in the garage. I know this is Nothing. highly unorthodox. Would she come in and talk about this right now? She's over she's there right doing. I don't know where she is. She's somewhere else. But, but oh, I want to follow oh, up. Oh shit! Because I have, so, so listen. So so I talk her out of the art piece. That's that. That's she won't stop. Next item is a one day tour at a winery in Northern California. Something two thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. If you live in Northern California, you should do this. We live in L.A. <laughs> So for us, we got to buy plane tickets, book a hotel, get a rental car, come back to this thing that I'm doing like, I'm doing these guys a favor to come and do, oh my God, it was the craziest thing. So then she took now, so that was that for, for another school. Last night at our fundraiser, I think out of pity, because Chris will tell you in a second about his experience, our setup was really bad. They had two speakers by the stage, nothing in the back. So half the people, the whole time, I wasn't doing any material. The whole time I was going, hey, Turning Point parents, listen up. 
Woohoo! I'm talking to you. What are you deaf? I start like <laughs> and the whole time in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I go too far, my kid could get kicked out of this school. Yeah. So I'm like, can I cuss? What can I do? Yeah. I push, push, push. Finally, like they start bidding and stuff. And because people weren't listening, my wife, I think, out of like she, I, I could see her get pissed because Preetha's type A. She was like sitting yeah, there. Yeah, she looks at the people not paying attention in the back. Oh, oh she was pissed. First of all, and I do one thing. Let me just jump in. I do the video for this girl. So we play a video. And last year I did sort of like this American Idol type of like, who's the best dancer? Was like, and I was like playing this like Ryan Seacristy type of character, but still me. So I do the video. I started my video with looking into the camera like I was looking into the back of the room. Yeah. And I go, hey, in the back. I realize you've had a lot of drink and you rarely get out of the house, but uh, pay attention. Video's yeah. going to start. And they quieted? Yeah. Well, you know what it is? You guys had a good sound system. We had a good sound system. I was literally yelling, and I started, I, afterwards, people, half the people come up going, I, can't, I couldn't hear. My wife was like, I could barely hear you. But she was pissed at, at the organizers, at the school. So now she's bidding to, to, you know, because she feels bad. She's trying to help me now, but she's buying computers for the school. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, ixnay on the bidnay. Yeah, we don't need the Jabrani computer yeah. laboratory. Yeah. So, uh, so what about, yeah, exactly. The, the Jabrani Center. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Jabrani Music and Arts Center. Yeah. So, I've done it twice. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm so funny. I'm looking at my, at my phone. I'm, I've become the guy. This is Will Smith has a school called New Village. Uh-huh. And I guess they're having the dog whisperer come. So they just caught, this is a text right now. I can show Hilarious. you. They want me to come auction off some puppies. Hilarious. But, we uh, have a puppy. I've had two different experiences. I've had several And then, then you know what they do? They get up to jack up the price for the puppy. Yep. So this puppy that you could pay 1000 bucks for, whatever. Yeah. They got it up to like 3200 bucks. Yep. Then they come out, okay, you bid 2700 You bid 3200 Guess what? We got another puppy. Yeah. And they bring out a second puppy that's oh, yeah. exactly the same. Oh, yeah. So they get both the people's money that bid high bidders, and then they, t- they, they sell both puppies. I got a friend who goes to Chris's school, and they told me that they saw him at the last event. And Eat they said it. they saw him. No, they said they saw him go into the middle of the room and start cussing people out. Is that what no, happened? No, I didn't cuss people out. But what you, happened? <laughs> you had to take over. You know, the room, they had me outside Sony Studios. There's a waterfall behind me. I think Casablanca was playing in the background. <laughs> it was just not conducive in a for, white suit. for stand-up. So I actually said, they had a, a bar. It was weird. It, I had to go into the audience to do the material. So that's what so happened. That's a, that's a rule I was telling for comedians, jokes to by right the way, just so people know. You never want to do a gig outside. You never want to perform in front of kids. And, you know, the, the gap between you and the audience shouldn't be, they should be right there. So right. Did they, have you, they had me far, they had me like from, the first person was 20 yards away. But did they want you to do like 10 minutes of stand-up or something? This was straight stand-up. Oh, man. Okay. I, like, I was supposed to do the auction. Then they had a real auction guy there. And I was like, okay. So I just stand up there. But then the, wor- the most awkward one for the school, they, uh, the dean, they had these things where you can bid and... Uh, what do they call them? Head of school for the day? No. They have these these programs that you could buy at the beginning of the year. Like uh, uh, They call them school. They call them uh, party books. Oh, yeah. Party books. Sure, yeah, yeah. Party books. So one is go to Legoland. Another one is go. We're having one with the. We're having, uh, we're having Persian dinner next week, as a matter of fact. Okay. Uh, uh, we've had millions of them. Go to, do they do know. the parking spot? 
Par- we did, did the parking, parking spot. spot. We did parking. So did this they one do, was how much uh, did people pay for the parking spot? I think it was like it was a lot, like five yeah. grand. Or yeah, something. someone paid four thousand uh, last night for parking. Yeah, spot. how much? 4, five grand. Yeah, oh go on. So what? God. So what happened? Chris? So this is. I two- park in the parking spot. By the way, <laughs> we Didn't know pay. you do. We yeah. know you do. Yeah. <laughs> For somebody who's never had a fight, you've started more fights than I've ever met anybody <laughs> I've ever met. So, this was to have dinner with the dean at somebody's house. So I'm performing at a six table, thirty people function like you were, uh-huh. and I am looking around at the surroundings, going, "This is not good." You know, you just get to those gigs, you go, "This is not." And I'm sitting there going, "What material am I going to do? Can I cuss?" They had a wine tasting lady come before. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there sweating. I called an audible. Last minute, I go, you know what? I'm going to do regular jokes. Oh, okay. I hit him with eight. Uh, what did he say? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And killed him. They think I'm a genius. So now I, me and my wife are stars at the school. Oh, that's like People hilarious. pull us over. They wave. When are you performing next? I saw you on YouTube, buddy. And they love my wife because she volunteers for everything. If they have yeah. uh, uh, Asian cooking day. She's there with a bowl of rice, and you know Hilarious. she's helping out. She does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's too much. Her friends at the school say, "Stop." She does everything. Did you when you hosted the event? You were doing jokes. Did you do material, or did you do stuff about the school? I, at the Sony event, I did. I start off with stuff about the school, and then slid into material, nice. which perfect because it's all family stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I was tailor made for it. And then at the other one, I was like, okay, first I was going. Damn, they heard all my family stuff. <laughs> oh, it doesn't that suck? Cause so I was like, okay. Then I that's what last when I say last minute, they're like, Chris, are you ready? I was like, yeah. Wait, give me one more minute. And then I just started remembering all the jokes my dad has ever told me, uncle's ever told oh, me. Oh, that's hilarious. Now you got that's Al's great. joke too in there. Al's joke will be at next year's function. <laughs> they um they wanted me to do this one. They also wanted me to um so I I'm not involved in the auction. I won't do that. They also suggested I do the talent show. They had this guy doing the talent show before me and he was performing more than the kids were. Hilarious. So, yeah, this guy, it was his time to shine. He has a big opening number. Like I like I'm not even getting associated with that guy. I'm done. I'm not I I'm doing this video and that's it. What I like, and me and my wife have cleaned up on these silent auctions. So we go in, we're like a team, and <laughs> we know that, you know, stuff gets good, but there's some sleeper items that I got my eye on. I won't just bid crazy like Preetha on everything. Uh, we're very strategic. You're I haven't talking even about the, you're gotten talking about the silent into, auction. This is the silent the auction. Silent. This is when it's all numbers and you go in. I like, I like how you got silent. You're not to know anybody's name. So it's, I see number 213 is going back and forth with me, 213. <laughs> so I'll walk away, get a drink of wine, you know, some wine, come back, and 213 outbids me again. So now my mission is to figure out who 213 is. So I put in a bid, and I go step away, you know, do a little um You're fishing. You're fishing. On, you are the and new I see Larry David. a woman come up, do boom boom, look at my bid, outbid me again. Then I walk up. Sure enough, it's two thirteen. So I identified the number. Now I've got to, and I did this. I had my buddy at the school. I go, you know that lady over there? Okay, the auction's going to close in ten minutes. I want you to go trap her in a conversation. <laughs> Nice. Uh, so we trapped her in a conversation. I won the item. She comes back, tried to, but they cleared the stuff. Then I've, I, I hid all the pens. You know how they have pens all over the tables? Hilarious. I took all the pens from that general area. This is an episode. No one is seeing me doing this. You are. This is an episode. And this then. Is this is the pilot. 
I'm at it. my first silent auction. I, there's a Joe Montana football and uh, Terrell Owens signed football. Gotta have it. I also got a signed Dave Chappelle poster from the Chappelle Show for twenty five dollars. Same auction. I'm cleaning up. Wow. Because that's how everybody works in the industry, and so there's all this great show stuff and sign this and sign that. Right. So I see somebody work for Fox Sports, and there's Joe Montana football, Terrell Owens football. And um, this is when we first moved to L.A. I see both footballs. I bid on both. Then I see this sort of young, cool black guy go up, my age, bids on both. I walk up to him and I say, I see you're bidding on both. Let's work together. <laughs> I go, there's two footballs. I'll get one. You get one. We'll flip a coin. Obviously, we both want the Joe Montana. I flip a coin. I lose. I get the Terrell Owens. I'm fine with it. We got a strategy. So then the auction's about to end, and some little 14, 15-year-old kid, Pritha, comes walking up <laughs> and starts signing on everything. And he picks up the pen, and I look at the, the guy I'm partners with, and I go, <laughs> what are we going to do about this? And he goes, we're going to stop him. And so we go in there, and we box him out. This is a 14-year-old kid. How do you me, box him out? Grown you, just men. you step... We, you guys just kind of surround him. You go talk to we him. We step right in front of him, and I, go, and, I um, and he's about. He picks up a pen and he's trying to get around us to sign the thing. And I go, "What do you think you're doing?" <laughs> and he goes, "What? I'm gonna bid on these footballs." And I go, "No, you're not. We, me, and this guy are bidding on these footballs, and this is gonna close in three minutes." Hilarious. Oh my God. And you're going to bid on other stuff, and you're going to walk away right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. This guy's parents didn't show ours. up to talk to you? No dad came? Like, what, what the hell no you doing? No dad came. I go, look, kid, we really want these footballs. Like, you, don't, you don't even know who Joe Montana is, kid. Yeah, don't, don't, sorry, look, I, got, I still have it in my office. It's in my, uh, it, they'll, they, that, uh, you know, back office thing that I have, Chris, that, you were at, that uh-huh. we Brilliant. recorded at. And um, my wife loves to tell the story because we love tracking out. So when next time you guys come over to my house, I want to point out all of our silent auction items. Um, you ever get vacations? We win. If we set out to get one of these things, I won't go crazy. But if there's something that I like that is in the affordable range, because sometimes people are nuts and they try to go, the bidding is starting at $200 for this. It's not even worth $200. I'm not going to... Just give them money. And I also think when you get into the auction auction part of it, it's a, hey, look at me, I have money yeah. thing at our school. So it's like $5,000 Hawaii trip, you know, and then the value to this, the bidding starts right below it and somebody really starts, you know, raising their hand. It's a wine cellar. And somebody, you know, is trying to show off at the school. You get a lot of that, people trying to show off and show well, how much money they have. These people are so rich at this school. I told you. I don't even think they're showing off. That's just how they talk. Yeah. Do you bid on stuff then? Who, me? No. Yeah. I bid on tuition. <laughs> yeah. I bid. We, 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 uh, we, we cut it in half. I bid thee farewell. I get out. Well, and what did you Preetha, end up with this year? No, nothing. Oh, we just we just donated. We didn't bid anything. We donated money for computers. So who's That's the a, who's astronaut suit is that right there? Oh, yeah. The astronaut <laughs> Signed by uh, uh, yeah. Who's Armstrong, Neil Armstrong. That? Who's Burrow? Yeah. Did um, you talk about it going in that we're not bidding on anything? No, I, to- I well, I said let's not bid. We, we, we bought raffle tickets, did not win the raffle. 
Yeah, you, no one ever wins. I knew raffle. we weren't gonna. I knew we weren't gonna win on any of the bidding things. I know. I know. Like Chris was saying that I won a raffle once. I won a, a forty-inch screen TV. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I would wow. love to. Yeah, we didn't win anything. I, I was the one pulling the stuff. I didn't even get a chance to. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, that's anyway, it, guys. Well, good luck. I'll see how my wife does at the silent auction, and I'll report back. And we'll talk to everybody soon. That was that was a good episode, guys. They're right all on. good, Al. They're all good. <laughs> Apparently not my solo one. Sup when you're by yourself. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.